0: well good morning Uh, we're going to be continuing our series this morning on navigating uncertain times and uh, this morning i'd like to talk to you about maintaining a right perspective Uh, one of the things you'll find is that our position influences our perspective and so you'll just see three images should come up on your screen right now And they'll show you three different kinds of perspective that you can have. The first one, the one on the the left, is normal perspective. It's how we view things most of the time. We see things fairly face-on. We see them at sort of eye level, that kind of thing. The second one is a low-down perspective. And this is where we're looking up at something. And all of a sudden, the perspective changes. Instead of it looking normal, it starts to loom above us. It starts to be much bigger uh, than we would normally see it. It starts to take prominence. It starts to fill our view and to take over our view and the third one is an aerial perspective it's looking down onto the object and with that one uh, what we're seeing is the thing from above and when you look at that picture there what you'll see is that the the object that seemed to loom in the middle picture now just fade into the into the ground beneath it and it's it's almost as if it's no higher than the plants that are around it And so three very different perspectives one a normal perspective one a low down perspective and one a uh, aerial perspective. And I just want to talk very briefly to start with about Elijah. And in 2 Kings chapter 18, we see him up on Mount Carmel, and we see him with this kind of aerial perspective, if you like. He's on top of the world. He's, he's God's man for the, for, for, the, for the moment. He's just called down fire from heaven. Fire's come down. It's burnt up the sacrifice. It's burnt up everything around. It's done this amazing thing, and he's seen this amazing victory. That's looking at it from God's perspective, that's looking at it from this aerial perspective. But then we see, in the very next chapter, uh, we read some interesting words. In chapter 19, it says, Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servant there, while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. He came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I've had enough, Lord, he said, take my life. I'm no better than my ancestors, and all of this has come out of uh, a little bit of of um, negativity uh, from from the, the queen, who sort of said, "I'm going to kill him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to I'm going to kill Eli- Elijah." And Elijah's become afraid. And yet, moments before, hours before, he'd been on top of the world, uh, seeing God move in this amazing way, and it's so easy for us to have one perspective one moment and for our perspective to change the next. And particularly if you've gone through a victory and you've seen things change and you've seen something amazing happen, it's so easy to have our guard down in the, the next moment and to see uh, our perspective change very much and to see ourselves very much uh, low down and having that low down perspective. And so it's important for us to get God's perspective uh, to see things from his, his point of view and not to let ourselves sleep down and see things from man's perspective or from a much lower perspective than that. 1 Samuel 16 verse 7 says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. So God sees things differently. He sees, if you like, that aerial perspective. He sees things from a whole different perspective that we see them from. And we need to grasp hold of uh, something of God's perspective um, if we want to see great things happen in our lives. The second uh, thought I want to bring to you this morning is the thought that our minds can influence our perspective. You're probably familiar with optical illusions, and uh, there's one hopefully coming up on the screen right now. And uh, that shows you two lines and uh, one of them has got arrows pointing one way on the end of it, and one of them has got arrows pointing the other way. And our minds look at that, and they see one of those lines longer than the other. That the, the bottom line looks wider than the top line. And yet, if you were to actually get a ruler, um, and I did this on Illustrator, and they're exactly the same length when I created them, um, those lines are exactly the same length. There's no difference in them. But our minds look at them, and they look at them as different lengths. And so our minds don't always... Uh, interpret what we see uh, correctly and sometimes they fill in the gaps and they do uh, some strange things like that. If you were to ask somebody who's not an artist to um, draw a picture, you know, it might be of a house or it might be of a castle how they draw that will be different to how perhaps how, to how a, an artist will draw it. So typically if you ask them to draw a house they'll draw the square box of the house uh, but they won't put in the perspective whereas an artist will look at it and say well actually It's going down that way and that way, it's going down that way there, and they'll draw it with those perspective lines in. And if you look at what I've put on the screen now, you'll see if you were to ask somebody who who isn't an artist to draw a castle, then often they'll draw the turrets, uh, so as if you could see the top of them, uh, like you can on the picture on the left. But in actual fact, if you're stood facing that castle, you wouldn't see the top of those turrets. And what, What they've done there is their mind knows that there should be those circles on the top of there so it fills them in and it sort of draw you, you draw them in naturally automatically uh, but if you actually stop and look properly you can see actually they don't go that way it curves the other way not not that way um, and so what artists have to do if, if you're trying to, to learn to draw or learn to paint you have to teach yourself to see perspective correctly to see how things really are and not how your your mind interprets what your eyes are seeing so our, our perspective can can be influenced by our mind and by our pre- preconceived ideas and we've got to be uh, really careful about that when it comes to to our lives when our mind gets uh, stressed we can become anxious and our perception of things changes and so it's like going from seeing things from the normal perspective where everything just looks normal to that low down view as we get stressed everything seems to be giant in our eyes the problems that would have been easy for us in the past may become giant problems that we're really struggling with uh, in the in the current situation that we're in i just want to tell you a little bit about my story um about four years ago I guess it was now I went through a situation where I was very stressed and that led to anxiety and depression and if you look at kind of my my history up to that point I guess when I first started out uh, in in my working life uh, I guess I I was a little bit of a stress junkie to a degree in the sense that you uh, you, you 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 have a problem you fix it you get a you, you get a high from fixing that problem and it's like wow I've fixed that problem and then it's like what's the next problem what's the next problem what can I solve now what can I solve now and for a period of time I think in, in my life it was a little bit like that it was a, a series of moving from one thing to another and trying to um, solve this that and the other and, and so on and then you come through a period in life where you don't get the same kick out of, of, of fixing things anymore where the problems get to be a little bit more real for you um, and you become a little bit more of a stress avoider so it's kind of I don't really want to have to deal with these things if I don't have to and then where the problems really start when you get to uh, where things that cause you stress cause you anxiety and depression and cause you real uh, issues and when that happens uh, then, then you, your, your mental health Deteriorates, and that's what happened to me. And, and those small things that would have been easy to deal with in the past maybe suddenly become giant mountains that you uh, struggle to to get over and overcome. And each one. Um, exasperates the situation you're in. It's a bit like an elastic band. You can keep pulling it and it'll return, keep pulling it, return. And that's, I like that uh, period when you're, when you're in that stress junky kind of mode, it it keeps working, it keeps coming back and you keep getting the kick out of it. And then as you go through life and and you start pulling it, it doesn't spring back quite as well. It doesn't spring back quite well until one day you pull it and the elastic band snaps. And That's when you've got, um, you've got problems and, and, and issues with your, uh, perspective and, and, and with stress and anxiety. Some of the things that helped me through that, that particular period is I was going through some of those, those, those two other phases, if you like. Um, things that I found helpful, um, music and particularly worship music, uh, is, was very helpful to me and, and listening to music would help to, to quiet my, my spirit, quiet my soul, help me to put me in a place where I was able to to cope better with the situations that were, that were around me. Uh, exposing yourself to nature, spending time, just being somewhere where you can be quiet and just see nature and see what's going on. That was a help to me. Creativity was a help to me. Um, scripture was a help. Um, fellowship, you know, coming to church and being with other Christians was a help to me. Um, prayer was a help, and so these were all tools uh, that I could use to help me get through the, the situations I was in. Um, for some people, the company of others uh, is a particular help. It depends on the kind of person you are as to whether being with other people uh, helps you or hinders you in your in your in your recovery. For some of us. Um, Depending on on who they are, it, it may cause you more problems um, to be with other people. But it, it just depends on, on on your on your makeup. One of the things that I learnt was not to to watch too much news. Um, man's not really designed to to take on all of the problems of the world. Uh, he's designed to to take on the problems that are immediately around him and 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 in the society he's in. And I think when we become overexposed to the news, it can become something that we just can't solve all of the world's problems and it can build up within us and think well you know what's going on I, I, I can't fix this and so I, I, I tried to I went, through, I went um, to the point where I stopped watching the news on the television and I only go to look at, look at the internet and just pick, pick the piece of news that I want to read and I don't read all of the, the news that's on there it's just the things that I find uh, that I need to, to know about um certainly watching the news late at night would not be something that I would find helpful uh, at all um Watching what we read um what films we watch what music we listen to what maybe what games you play or whatever um they're things that you, we kind of need to be careful about uh are we feeding this anxiety or are we feeding the you know the, the things that get us out of that anxious uh space and so um I think it's helpful sometimes not to uh, put ourselves in a place where we're absorbed by all of these things. There's a useful scripture that I find really helpful in Philippians 4, verse 8, and it's, it's, it's something that is important for us wherever we are in our Christian walk, but particularly when we're going through those phases where we've lost our perspective, uh, this is something that can help us. It says in Philippians 4, verse 8, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And so think about what you're actually putting into your mind. What are you actually thinking about? Are you dwelling on the negative things, the news, the things that are happening around you, uh, the, the problems in this world, or are you dwelling on the things of God, the positive things, the good things, the true things? I find it helpful to, to to try to dwell more on those than on the negative things and the situations that maybe uh, I'm going through at a particular time. Ultimately, ultimately for me, God brought me out of that situation that was causing me stress and anxiety and moved me forward. But at other times in my life, God brought me through situations. So sometimes God brings you through a situation, and God sometimes God brings you out of a situation, uh, and. Sometimes we need to seek God as to which of those things he's actually going to do with us. Is he bringing us through it? Is he bringing us out of it? Because the way that we, we act and the way that we behave will be potentially be different, depending on the decisions we make, will be different, depending on which of those uh, paths we're, we're going down. Um, for, the, for the children of Israel, uh, God brought them out of Egypt, but he brought them through the Red Sea. And so two different strategies for two different problems that they were facing. What's important for us to realise is when we're going through these places where we've maybe lost perspective, where we are anxious, where we are going through issues, is to remember that God actually has a plan for us, that there is a way through or a way out. God's got a plan for us. Um, Jeremiah 29, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So when you lose perspective and think there is no way out of this situation, God always has a way through. God always has a way out. He uh, can make a way where there is, is no way, to quote another another scripture. And for those of you who have been strong through this period, because you had to be strong, just be careful when you come through this period, when you come through this lockdown period and come to a stage where things are much easier... Just keep your perspective, keep uh, thinking right thoughts because it's so easy, like Elijah, to go from being in that in that um, aerial view mode to being in that uh, depressed mode and it's so easy for that to happen. So guard yourself, uh, particularly for those of you who, who've been um, working hard to keep everything together uh, that when you come through these things that you don't suddenly fall apart. Keep trusting God, keep hoping in Him uh, keep doing these things that we've talked about. So to do that, you, it's useful to put in place strategies that will help you to um, maintain perspective. And so um, some of the things that, that, that will be useful to you are those things I mentioned previously. Um, when we've done the Keys to Freedom course, one of the things on that course is that it gets you to look at scriptures that help you in the situation that you're in and to write those scriptures down and keep a copy in your Bible, keep them somewhere close at hand so that you can constantly recite those scriptures to yourself. You know, for example, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper and not to harm you. Keep those scriptures with you, keep reading through them, use that as a tool to help you maintain perspective because it's so easy in life to go through situations that trip you up and make you have a wrong perspective on life. So thirdly and, and finally, our attitude and proximity can affect our perspective. What do I mean by that? Well, how close we are to something affects our perspective. When you're when you're very close to something, it appears much bigger than when you're further away from it, uh, quite obviously. Um, I can remember flying uh, uh, from back from Pakistan and flying over... Um, or near to K2 and seeing it in the distance and it looked fairly insignificant just like one of the clouds uh, but had, you, had I been at the bottom of K2 looking up at it um, that would have been this enormous mountain the second highest mountain in the world it would have looked absolutely enormous because the proximity to that changes um, our perspective on it the same thing is attitude and here I'm thinking about like the attitude of an aeroplane when it's flying where it could be pointing down, it can be pointing straight, it can be pointing up. Changing the attitude changes as we saw uh, earlier, changes the perspective. I want you to imagine a busy shopping street and uh, as you're walking down that street there are various different attitudes that people have. Some of them are looking down at the floor and they might be walking quickly and they're in a hurry and they're not wanting to focus on anything else around them. They're just focusing on their feet and just focusing on going through and barging through everybody else and and rushing through and, and, and trying to get to where they want to be. That's one attitude you can have on a busy shopping street. Uh, The normal attitude for most people when they're walking down the shopping street is just to look at all the shop windows. And so they have a perspective that is the shop window. So they will see McDonald's, they'll see uh, WH Smith's, they'll see Debenhams or whatever the shops are around them. That's their perspective. They see the frontage. And that's what those frontages are designed for. They're designed to attract the attention, get to look for them. Um, So as you're looking down the street, you see the little signs hanging up of Of um, what each of the shop is, and and it'll try and direct you, trying to catch your attention. But here's the thing: if you look up when you're walking down the shopping street, you will see some amazing buildings. Now, the pictures I put up here, they're they're of Chester; they're they're just ones I had on my computer that were just easy for me to find. Um, But if you actually go into Grimsby. Uh, you can walk down down uh, the streets of Grimsby and look up at some of the buildings. You will see some amazing architectural details in the buildings. You look above McDonald's in town. Uh, that's got some interesting architecture to it. It's stuff that we miss because we're looking in the wrong direction most of the time. And so this proximity, this attitude changes our perspective. So what I want to ask is, do we have a a positive attitude or a negative one? Are we looking up? Are we looking down? Are we just looking straight on like everybody else? What's our attitude? Are we looking up to God and looking at what He wants for us and what He says and getting His perspective on things? Or are we getting the world's perspective, getting the gutter perspective by looking downwards? What about our proximity? What are we getting close to? Are we, are we getting close to God? Are we reaching out to him and letting him be there for us? James 4 verse 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. How do we do that? Well, we can do it through those things we've talked about earlier, through worship, through prayer, through the word. and Most importantly, making space for God to speak talked about keys to freedom a little bit earlier and, and the the one thing that the keys to freedom course does above everything else is it gives it, it gets you to give god space to speak to you for the holy spirit to speak into your life and so the most important thing i think on that course is that you just spend time just sitting there talking to god and then giving him space to talk back to you listening to what he wants to say And that can make a massive difference in our lives. If we spend time listening to what God says, rather than listening to what other people say, what the world says, what things around us are saying, what the news is saying, listening to God will give us a whole different perspective on who we are, who he is, and what's going on and where we should be. So which way are we looking and which way are we heading? Get a good perspective and maintain a good perspective. You know, it's, it's harder to go from that, that down-low perspective that I talked about when I was feeling ill. Uh, it's harder to come out of that than it is to keep your perspective. And so if you've got a good perspective at the moment, keep, learn how to maintain your good perspective. But if you are suffering like I was a few years ago, know that God can bring you out of that. God can bring you through it. God can make a difference in your life. And so get a good perspective, maintain a good perspective and God can do some amazing things in each one of us. Amen.